A good mochra boy say. A good moed. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to have Shir in my Sukkah Nachal Noam 2. It's going to start at 10 o'clock. Anybody wants to dive in with us? Shachris, we're diving behind this wall over here. There's going to be a minion here as well, but that's much earlier. Seven. No cheers. I'm going to ask the Oilam as you leave today, just bring your chair outside so they can take it to my Sukkah. It'll be like 10 chairs. We'll leave 10 chairs here. Um, because my sukkah only holds about 70 people, I'm going to have to ask the Oilom, I hate to do this, but I ask the Oilom, maybe don't bring your children this time, don't bring your guests and your neighbors. For people that watch the shir, let's be fair. I know it's a free breakfast, that's why last, la- last year some guy had 13 children, he did us a favor, he brought 10 out of the 13. So like, Ellie, those who do that are not and he himself doesn't even do the shear. Yeah, so he doesn't even watch. He doesn't even watch. He doesn't know. If you see a guy like that coming up the stairs, give him some eggs or whatever and tell him to come back a different day. I want to show you three pictures from three different sukkahs. Please send these in. This doesn't do anything for my guy whatsoever. Here. You have this? Here's sukkah number one. Here's sukkah number two. And here... It's sukkah number three. <laughs> Here's my son Ellie trying to arrange a meeting between the Alter Rebbe and the Vilna Gain. Agidyantiv. From Nathan Ginnot. Does it say anything here? Oh, how do we go two days without you? Have a wonderful Yantiv, Alan Gross. But all three, that's the only picture available? Is the Ami cover? Okay. They're all from your right? Don't worry, don't worry. When you come to my sukkah, you'll see I also have something about myself in there too on the wall. Don't, not to be outdone. The boy said we had the honor of having Ed Fox here, um, I don't know, it was yesterday, two days ago. And uh, I wish I would have known this, his uh, son-in-law sent us in, sponsoring Sheer in his honor. And here he is, I remember this, showing this, he was going through treatment in the hospital. If you notice the guy here, Two days ago, maybe with a you're sitting right behind you with a with a mask with a with a mask. Here he is, this guy. It's unbelievable. Baruch Reifechaylam, Shkoyach for coming. And um, before we get to some names, Shkoyach for everybody again. Thank you. I know the Americans are not watching. Maybe they will watch afterwards. But again, Shkoyach for participating. Over 530 people participated in this. I'm going to read the names in a second. You know what? We'll do it now. We spoke about it. Daniel Kolker, 50 shekel. Dan Cohen, $180. Dr. Alan Rabinowitz, I think I said his name, but it doesn't matter, $18. Mr. Abraham Daltis, 10. Shimon Pepper, if I said your name twice, I see a bunch of names I said already. Shimon Pepper, 10. Tzvi Medetsky, 18. Shlomo Silverstone, 18. Shai Palak, 100. Donald Cohen, 18. Abba Rennert was like, I forgot what it was, $100 a month, I think. Huh? $100 a month. Elioniman, $50. Natano Pollock, $18. Azriel Mandel, $50. Hanan Aberbach, $180. Akiva Konigsberg, $18. Ari Bick, $18. Israel Davidson, $18. Pearl Hanach, $180. Israel Collar, $150. Sarah Jacobson, $10. Ralph Jamal, $101. Jonathan Fox, $18. Lira Maccabi, $18. Ronald Freeman, $36. Dubit Strolli, 36. Alan Kessler, 15. 
Ellie churns 216. Yaakov Siegel 18. I gotta, I gotta say this number. I found this fascinating. Moshe Kinsbursky. I'm going out of line here, Yosef. Just one, one name. Moshe Kinsbursky. 83 and 33 cents. Does, does anybody know why? $1,000. Is it $1,000? Yeah. I thought because, okay, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I think we're learning the sugi then. And it came out that the guy gets 83 and a third. That's what I thought. Okay, I might be wrong. You remember that? You also remember? It was 183 what? It, it's a thousand dollars. It's very interesting. Okay, but there was a sugi we just learned. I forgot the sugi we were learning. It's one eighty-three point three and or eighty-three point three. Okay, fine. I'll go back. Where am I holding? I have no idea. Yair Kugel one eighty. I could start from the beginning. Khani Gross fifteen. Gregory Lowe thirty-six. Yudi Ryan fifteen. Yudi Ryan is from Chicago. Young King seventy-two. Martin Zaytet. It's not Zaret, right? 26, Elliot Moskowitz, 18, Ari Kogel, 18, Mark Berkson, 12, Jonathan Berg, 36, he just wrote me another email, he's the one, he's a, he's a big marketing genius, and he, he wrote me another email about swag that could work, he holds the magnets, okay, Moshe Weinberger, 10, Joel Schwimmer, 10, Shapiri, 101, Yona B. Weiss, 207, Afshin Hekmati, 18, Abraham Herzog, 54. Moshe Finkelstein, 50. Sam Samuels, 36. Stephen Mel- Melnick, 10. Sheldon, Sheldon Zundel, 26. I believe this is Sheldon that we spoke about. He wrote an email. He has zero money, minus $20,000 in the bank. He's giving $26 a month. Yishkoyach Sheldon, for Shlame to the Sun. Oh, we have, to, we have to at least say this name. Shlame Klein, the famous, famous Shlame Klein, $26. I, to- I just left him a message. I don't know if I told you guys. He gave me a set of benchers, 10 benchers, beautiful, nicest I've ever seen. It has a samach embroidered on the front. So I was at somebody's house in South Africa. I said, let me get these people a gift. I didn't tell you the maizah? I told you the maizah. I told you this year? No. So I go into the front, and it has the name of the place, embroidery, something. Said, okay, great. So I go online, $400. He gave me a gift of $400. He didn't say a word. He just gave it to me. He said, okay, and the benches. I've received benches before. You know, the set in acrylic and it comes 10. But this is out of this world. I'm like, I don't think I'm getting that guy a $400 gift. And I like him and everything. Maybe I should. Okay, fine. The Koilo, nobody yet. For my children. Second sponsor of the Masechta, Jeff Rosden, is my son, Yosef Simcha, Chaim, Ben Sora, Chana, Rufur Shleima, Amen. Rest of the Masechta, official mitzvah motivators, Rufuas, Avi, Avram, Menashe, Ben Chana, Brochel, Rufur Shleima. First sponsor of the month, Lil Nishma, Zachary, Ben Moshe. Second sponsor of the month, as a schos that Hashem should watch over me and ensure that I'm completely healthy, I'm Mevesser. We're running out of sponsors here, Yosef. I think everybody's giving all this money, this $18 a month to the thing. That's it, they're done. You do? Shira Seplowitz, Lili Nishmas, Chanoch Meir, Ben Moshe Avram HaKohen on his yard site. And the second sponsor of the day, Sid Wellman, in honor of my mother's first yard site, first day of Sukkot, at the age of 101, merited to see children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and great-great-grandchildren who followed in the way of Torah and mitzvahs and Hashemah should have an aliyah. Today, oh, there is a sponsor.
By the way, uh, just as a, again, not for the people that are bringing the children, but you should know that there will be music based on Hashem in the sukkah. We're going to have kumzas, we're going to sing. It's going to be very, very gishmak. There might be a little bit of a sheer, 20 minutes or so. The rest is all food. The official mission is sponsored by Moshe Cohen, Lizchus, for eliminatory and continuing at and Pranasa. Brand new Perik. It says in the Ksuba that the husband is going to support his wife after he dies. So she gets supported from the Yisoyim. We know that a husband gets the Maisa Yadayim, gets her handiwork, whatever she earns, goes to the husband because he gives her Mizaynas. So since the Yisraelim take the position of their father, they're not necessarily her children. They're the Yisraelim of the father. They have to support the father's wife. But because they support her, they get the Ma'is On the flip side, a husband who has to bury his wife, they don't have to bury her. The husband buries the wife because when, if she dies, he, receive her, he receives her ksuba. They don't have to bury her. Your shell, your ksubasa, but her inheritors, that they are in her ksuba, chayav in bikfurasa. They are chayav in the kfura. Ibailu. has a shayla. What does it say here? Almana nizaynes or almana hanizaynes? Nizaynes nan oi hanizaynes nan. What does it mean? What's the difference? In other words, she's no matter what, you have to feed her, you have to support her. Like we learned, the machloik is between Anchigal and Anchigal. What's the lashon of the Ksuba? There's no, there's no choice in the matter over here. You have to feed her. And because you feed her, you support her, you get the Maisidayim. Or, Adilma, Hani Zoynesnan. If they don't want to uh, support her, they don't have to. And therefore, they won't get the Maisi Dayim. It's, it's not a force. It's not because it's Sukkot. And this word triggered this halacha to me, so I'll share it with you, even though it has nothing to do with the sugi, really. But just this idea of being forced. There's a very, very interesting halacha that I saw once. I'll share it with you. Obviously, if I ask you the question, you're going to know the answer because... I wouldn't be asking the question if it wasn't so obvious. But I think if you thought about it, you would not answer what the Mugan Avram answers. And that is a guy put aside a lot of money to buy a Lulav and Esrig in Europe. Couldn't come by a Lulav and Esrig so easily. So he saved and he saved. He finally purchased this Lulav and Esrig. He was extremely excited. And he let the news out, which was a mistake. And the city, this village next to him, sends him a letter. We would like your lulav and esrig because we don't have one. And we have dozens of people and you're a single person. <laughs> so as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, Fife, what do you mean? You don't have, I paid for it, I spend money. I'm not gonna have Paskin that they, he has to give them the lulav and esrig. He doesn't have a choice. He doesn't have a choice. I don't remember if he, they had to pay for it or not. That would be really unfair if they didn't have to pay for it. But the idea is very, very powerful. The idea is that we're not in it for ourselves. 
We're in it, we're here to serve the Rebbein Shalom. What is the best way to serve the Rebbein Shalom in this case? That the whole city should shake a little of an asterisk. That's what the Rebbein Shalom wants from you. I would not come up with this by myself. This is the Magen Avram. I thought it was a huge chiddush. To me, it was very, till this day, I'm a little shocked by this uh, halacha. But it's, it's, a, it's a powerful idea. It's better that the city should shake a little of an asterisk. That's what you want. We're all a raven. Whatever, whatever the, okay. I can't force anybody to learn. We should share a Torah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But starting with you. You go outside and start recruiting people on the street. That's what Hashem wants. Toshma, top of Tzadik Vavonah. So, do they have to give her Mizoyinahs? And then because they have to give her Mizoyinahs, they get the Maisi Daim. Or, perhaps... They don't have to. If they choose not to support her, they don't support her, and therefore they, they won't get the permaisidai. Oh, if an Amana finds a metzia, she finds something in the street, she gets to keep it for herself. If it says with a hey, that if they choose to support her, Shapir, then okay, it makes sense. Why? Because we're talking about a, in a case where they're not supporting her. They're not supporting her. So she gets to keep her metzia. She gets to keep her maizia But if they're forced to support her, never cabal, then they have to step in. They should be stepping into the shoes of the father. Ma'bal, or the husband. Ma'bal, metzia, We know that if a woman finds something, it goes to the husband. Why does it go to the husband? Do you remember? Eva. We don't want the dozen to be mad at her. I'm supporting you. I do everything for you. And here you find, you find a diamond where you're going to just spend it on yourself. Eva. So too, she shouldn't be able to keep her metziah. And if we say that we keep, she keeps her metziah, it's because of the hay. By the way, if somebody, yeah, the door just, just locked automatically. So I don't want people to think that we're trying to keep them out. Somebody comes late, welcome. You're gonna see soon. Hill Hill's gonna show up any minute, anyways. I don't want to feel that. What? Keep us in. Keep you in. Yeah. Yeah. So you see from here that it's their choice. They could pick and choose. They could say we don't want to support you. And if they say that, and she finds something, it's their loss. She gets to keep it. Says Gemara, what's the raya? No. It says. They're forced to support her. Why is it that a husband gets to keep the findings of the wife? Shouldn't have a fight. We don't care if they fight with the Yarshim, with the Yisoyim, because they're forced to support her anyway. It's not going to be malo moirid. If a husband gets mad at his wife, we have a problem. We want Shalom Bayez. But if these Yisoyim get upset at her, let them get upset at her. Or Rabbi Yisabar so we learned this also in Ksubis. There's a lot of things that a wife does for the husband. She cooks, bakes, cleans, all the stuff. So she has to do it for the Yisayim as well. For the Yarshim. These are three things that we learned back then as well. That these are for Chiba. This is to increase love between the couple, to the point where Anida doesn't do these three things for her husband. So it doesn't, doesn't make sense that she should be doing these things for Yisoyim. Fakert, she should stay away from it. 
This brings closeness. She doesn't want to be close to you. You don't want her to be close to the Simon. She shouldn't be making their bed, washing their face. No way. Now listen to this. This is a case for me. I hope. I hope I remember this. My, my entire life, I thought in a certain way. And when I read this one line, I decided I have to change my mahalach a little bit. I'm not kidding around there. I, if somebody tries to, to, to do me a favor, says, uh, Ellie, I want to help you. My first instinct is no. Sorry, no. no. I don't like it. Most people like that, I think. Try to help, try to give a gift. No, Lord, sir. I'd rather not. But no, well, please, I want for the sheer. I'll, 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 I'll let you know when I need it. From here, I learned the new Yisoyed. Maybe it's not Kedai to turn down help. Somebody offers help. It's not so Kedai. Why? Says the Gemara, so before we get to this uh, right, I'm telling you, uh, Eved has to do everything for his, for in those days, they had a Rebbe, not, it's not what we have today. Oh, Rabbi Muvak, do everything. You see in the Gemara, they used to schlep the clothes to the mikvah, uh, bathe him, uh, get him dressed, all the things, everything, besides taking off his shoe. Says the Gemara, So this is, and what's the reason? So the reason is, if you do something that an Evid does, which is taking on and off the shoes, people are going to think you're an Evid. They think you're an Evid. will be a problem with Shiduchim. Okay. Now, but if everybody knows that you're the son of so-and-so, they know your last name, they know your uncle Cohen, so nobody's going to be chashed that you're never. So it's okay. Welcome, Very, I thought it's a... Rav Haigoyim. Rav Haigoyim. And Reb Shmuel Bar Chofnigoyim. Shmuel Bar Chofnigoyim. They were in a massive fight. They had a big fight. Now, the Shmuel Bar Chofnigoyen, he was of the opinion that there's no such thing as Nisim. He was a Goyen, a Goyen, not a Achron, a Goyen. He was of the opinion that certain Nisim, even in Novi, he had shot him for it. I don't know if that was the fight. Rav Hai Goyen was in a huge fight with him. They hated each other, sort of. But Rav Hai Goyen wanted to learn Tyre by him. And he, uh, he dressed up as a guy. Pretending he's a guy and he's he this and he's walking around the, whole, the house back and forth. And once in a while when Shmuel Bar Chofni wrote, a, asked a question to Talmidim, Rav Haigoyen would slip in an answer. He would write it down and slip an answer that nobody knew. As, as the Eved, he would like just leave it. Until one day, Shmuel Bar Chofni realized it's impossible. Who, who could write this? And he came up, he came with the conclusion that it has to be a high guy, the whole thing. And they discovered, this is like every good story, they discovered that it's him. But once he discovered it's him, he loved him and he married, he married his daughter. You can look it up. If I go and married Shmuel Bar Chafni Gain's daughter. Says Gemara, If you don't recognize the person, it's only in a place where you're not wearing tefillin. 
Less lumbar. If a, if a guy is going to wear tefillin, then we know he's a Jew. How do we know he's a Jew? He's wearing tefillin. What about an Eved? So Tysus asked, we learned, and this is Masechta, we learned, that Avadim used to wear tefillin also. But he doesn't, Tysus says he doesn't wear tefillin all day long. In those days, people used to wear tefillin all day long, like the Zilbermans in the old city. All day. So you can tell the difference. If a guy is wearing tefillin all day, so you know he has good yichos. If he only wears once in a while, then he's an Eved. So some cipher explains, because, very interesting, he says, somebody that wears tefillin all day long can do everything in his tefillin, besides taking out garbage on his head. But he can do everything, including taking off somebody's shoes. But if you only wear tefillin once in a while, then you can't do everything. You can't take off shoes. You can't do things that are bizarre. So there's a... <coughs> they, they discussed this. Are there things you shouldn't be doing with tefillin? Like eating, let's say. Let's say you're, you're wearing tefillin and there's like... Uh, what is it called? The yard type thing? Tikkun. Tikkun. So that they say it's not such a big deal. Some of them used to, maybe some are machmer. What about smoking with tefillin? Smoking so some, huh? You're right. You're 100% right. But as an additional problem, additional problem. Additional problem of design at tefillin. Some say that it is, it's a design for the tefillin. Fine. What? Yeah, what's the question? Oh. I, I remember something. When was that? In Brachas? <laughs> it sounds like years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you, you know what? You do remind me that in that shuva, when he says, he says, but if he's learning Torah and, and he needs to smoke a cigarette while he learns Torah with his film, then yesh lohakal. Okay, shkoyach. But I know what you're talking about. I know that. Now I have what you're saying. But it was a long time ago, no? Please, don't tell me it was last week. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a year ago. Yvamas? Yvamas is a lifetime ago. Okay, fine. Not brachas. No, 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 it wasn't brachas. You're right. No, you're right, it wasn't brachas. Omer Abchia Bar Abba Omer Birchanon. Here we go. Here's, here's the thing. If you have a Talmud, and the Talmud wants to serve you, do chesed with you. You're preventing chesed. Check out this Pasuk. So in Eoiv, in Perik Vav, Pasuk Yud Gimel says, the second part of Pasuk, I don't have the help that I want. And then it says, Lamas Chasad. So we're learning that he's taking, he's preventing from his friend Chesed. So it's unbelievable. If somebody wants to do, so you hear this idea? Somebody wants to do Chesed with you. Don't be such a nice guy. Don't say, eh, I don't need Chesed now. He wants to perform Chesed. So by you saying no, you're preventing a person from doing a mitzvah. This Friday, a seminary girl knocked on our door. Now, sometimes they knock on our door. They say, can we see Reb Eli? Because my father does adopt the Reb Eli. So my wife says, he doesn't live there, whatever. Sends him away. But this girl knocks on the door. I'm not kidding. She knocks on the door. Rose from Baltimore. My father sent me here to help you. He watches the shear. I'm here to help. And for some reason, my wife, my wife said, okay, great. Here, take care of the Enoko. Because he's like running between, you know, in the kitchen. 
unbelievable, chesed. So I would have said, no, no, it's great, thank you so much, but come again a different time. Took her up, she, she knows the pasuk, my wife is a bucky. Neo. Is she coming for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> she, oh, that's what they say, yeah. Shimusha, Godlami Limuda, Shimusha, what? So that's that's only in Tamil Chachamim and Rabbanim and this and that. That's what we're talking about over here. From a, no, he's saying helping a a, a gadol and learning from a, from a gadol. Rabbi Yankee Friedman wanted to say, so I, I, there's a Rabbi Yankee Friedman from Tifrach that uh, I used to live in his house for like a year and I haven't seen him in forty years. If he, you guys know what I'm talking about. He opened up a lot of yeshivas in the Negev. So he once asked. He said there was a, uh, I think this is Pasha, I don't think it's even a child, but there was a woman, an elderly woman, who used, to, who used to cook for her family. She's getting older. So the family was thinking that they have to stop her from, from cooking. It's too much for her. So he said, obviously, I think the answer is obvious. He said, if you have good midas, you let her cook. You let her cook, you help her, you this. Because that's what she's living for. That's what she wants. The, the chesed, okay. What else did I see here? Um, oh, there's another, there's another saying they say, Yoiser Masha Oshir Noisen La'ani, the Ani gives to the. You think that you're giving the, the poor person's daka? No, he's enabling you to give daka. You think you're giving that that, that guy is, the, you're letting that guy do chesed, he. I guess you are you are enabling him to do a mitzvah. That's what it is. Okay, fine. Oh, but a few things. The Pelayot says here: uh, just don't let a tamad chacham do chesed with you. It's not a good idea to let somebody that's a tamad chacham. And only if you know that the person really wants to do it. He's not just trying to, you know. My father sent me, and maybe that's not such a good one. Okay, fine. Zog de gemara. Rav Nachman Rayitzchok, Oimer Af Perik Mimenu Yira Shemayim. You're preventing the guy because in the same pasuk it says, look at the end of this pasuk, the Yira Shaka Yazoy. Says the Gemara. Omer Belazar. Almana she tavsim etatim mizaynasa. Almana she has mizaynas. She knows she has the support coming. Where does the support come from? From real estate. She goes ahead and she grabs. Movable items. Masha Tafsa Tafsa. If she grabs, okay, there's nothing we can do. Tanya Nam Hachi, Almana Shatafsa Metatam is in a cell. Masha Tafsa Tafsa. Vechen Giazer of Dimi Omar, Maisebe Kalosa Shurb Shapsai, Shatafsa, the Sakimalayan Mayas. There's a story with the daughter in law of Rab Shapsai. She grabbed a full sack full of money, a lot of money. They couldn't get it out of her, halachically. So once you chop, you chop. That's because she grabbed for mezoinus for the support. That only applies to mezoinus and not to ksuba. What's the difference? Because ksuba, you have a shibud to real estate, but not to metaltalin. So for the same reason, you shouldn't be able to grab for mezoinus. Says the we argue, we say, if she grabs for Iksuba, we allow it. In fact, that's how Rav Paskins, whatever she grabs, whether it's for the Iksuba, for Mazinus, it's a good grab. 
you don't hear from her. She's not demanding mezoinus. She loses out on her mezoinus. I don't need this chart anymore. Now, as we're going to see, it only means that she loses the mezoinus, the back mezoinus, but not forwards. Ask the Gemara, what does it mean two or three years? If, if she loses out on two years of Mizayana, certainly on three. Look, what? She's in the house? Yeah. She's, she's eating from her own food. She's not demanding, uh, she didn't take anybody to, to court. If she's wealthy, she could last for three years. I don't know what that is. What is that? Don't worry about it. Okay. But Ania, two years. Inami can be prutza, can be Unbelievable. <laughs> it's crazy. We don't relate to this Lush. And she's a parutz. She's a prutza. What does a prutza mean? She has the audacity to go to Bezdin and demand Mizaynas. She's a loose woman. So a regular woman doesn't do that. She's too embarrassed to go, even though she doesn't have support. This one is a prutza. We're talking about the back. Eliakim from the Koyal told me, my sister with him, that I hope, I hope this is the right story because he told this to me a while ago. He said when he was, he's a Taira Bani. He's a, you know, uh, a lawyer uh, for, for Dina Taira. So there's a woman in the, in the group. She wanted to become a Taira Bani. And I'm, I was just thinking like, Prusa, talking about, according to this Gemara, this woman is a Prusa Shepruza. Because if you, she, you're demanding Mizzoni is going to court, you're Prusa. So can you imagine if you go to court, to, to, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I hope she doesn't listen to the share. So, but basically, the... the, the in <laughs> <laughs> So basically what happened was, they asked, they asked a question. They said, when a father marries off her daughter, is it the Rabbanon or the Raisa? And she said, it's the Rabbanon. So they said, get out of here. Ah, she started crying, whatever. Said, but it's not in the Chomer. It's not in the Chomer. It's like, I'm not supposed to know it, even though it's, uh, it's in the Torah. I don't need to know it because it's not part of the stuff that we're studying for. The whole thing. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. So basically the question of the Gemara is who has the chazaka on, on, on the belongings here? The husband dies, he leaves over assets. He has a whole, what is it called? A uh, estate, thank you, that's the word. There's an estate. Who controls the part that she's deserving? Is it her? Or it's the Yisayimim, the Yisayim just give her from the estate. It makes a big nafkamina. Because of the halacha of Amoyitim Chaver el If they're taking out of her, then they're the Moitzi, they have to bring a raya. So Yisayimim Nosananu, we gave you already, we supported you. At least for this kufa, whatever, you're talking about this year, we paid you. Vyayimim Nosananu, 
who has to bring a raya tzadik vavam and beis in honor of my uncle Rechol Pressman. As a schos for your fill with mazal brachat zogas simchas panos berevach and another sponsor as a schos to continue being able to support Torah and to finish shas with your belly. Yivaldik. Yeah, but they said they paid already. Well, who's the ma- who's the machzik? You have to know who the machzik is. If it all depends who who's in charge of the nechassim. If they're in charge, then they don't have to bring a raya. She has to bring a raya. It's very hard to bring a raya that you didn't get something. But Rashi says, what? What do you mean? Every chayv, it's a chayv. It belongs to her. You owe me hundred dollars. It belongs to me. Yeah. So, but who has to bring the rias? That's. It's just a question of who's the mighty and who's not the mighty. If I'm, if you owe me hundred dollars, I have to be mighty for you. I have to prove that you owe me hundred dollars. That's just how it works. I just uh, before I forget to say this, my so Rebbeinu Golinski brings it's also Matzah Shabbos Matziyanta. Rebbeinu Golinski says he walked into the shul. Maybe it's a Maizik Kimataya. He walked into the shul and he sees a, a magicir, the Afyomi guy giving a shear, and he's talking about a Moitzi Mechavei, right? And the the the, the is falling asleep. So the, the magicir goes, Hamoitzi Mechavei, Olav, nothing. Hamoitzi Mechavei, Olav. Olav! And one guy goes, Hashalom. And he goes, right. <laughs> okay. You can make up mice like that also. It's okay. <laughs> they, they don't show up. But when they do show up, they learn. Is it up to her to bring the raya? Who is the muhsik here in the nechasim? He dies, he leaves it over for his wife. He says, okay, here's the ksuba, here's the thing. Is it hers in the box? She just has to go get it? Or it's the Yisraelis and they're going to divide it and they're going to give it to her. Toshma. Dani Levi, Almona, calls Manchalini says, so Levi says, as long, it depends. This, this is how it goes. A regular almana who didn't get married yet, then she's the muhsuk, the Yisoyimim have to bring a raya. And the story, here's the answer. She's the muhsuk, the Yisoyimim have to bring a raya. Nisus. But once she gets married, now, once she gets married, she loses the parnasa. And what does she, what does she want? She's married, but she wants the back, the back parnasa, the stuff that they owe her from before she got married. Then she has to bring a raya. It says, If she takes her husband's, her late husband's assets, she starts selling them off. So she should explain in the memo, you know, there's a memo, in the check, in the shtag, she should write in the memo, I sold off that building for my ksuba. I sold off that farm for my mezoinas. She should explain what it's for. That's one mandomar. Rabbi Yudah, she should explain. Yumar is going to explain why you need to explain. 
Rabbi Yossi, Oymer, Mecheres, Vekeseves, Stam. It's better, Vechein Koycha Yafe, she gains a lot by not saying what it's for. Because sometimes you can get stuck. And let's say there's no Nechassim, as the Gemara is going to explain soon, or Rashi explains in the Gemara. There's no Nechassim. So now, if she didn't write what it is, she could go after people that bought property from her late husband. But if she explains what it is, she'll have a problem. Depends what it is. So, says the Gemara, my love, what's the machlaikis here? She should explain, not explain. Rebuda says she should explain. Because he holds that the muhzik over here are the Yusayim. It's the, the, the belonging, the assets are in their possession. So the Yusayim could claim that everything that she sold was for the Ksuba. Now, she's stuck without anything. And if she, because if she says now, okay, you're right. I sold everything for the Ksuba. But give me my Mazinas. You owe me a whole year's worth of Mazinas. Ah, she's the mighty. She's the mighty. She has to bring the right. So that's why Rebuda says, write in there what it is. Write that it's for Mazinas. And they're not going to be able to claim that you sold the building for Aksuba. If, again, if they claim that they sold the building for Aksuba, you don't have, you didn't write in the memo. We know that she sold the building. She went, she sold the building. She's allowed to sell stuff to, to support herself. She sold the building. They're going to claim that it was for the Ksuba. You don't know it's not for the Ksuba. And then when she comes to claim Mizainas, they'll say, we already gave you Mizainas. And it's up to her to prove it. And she can't prove it. Therefore, right in the memo that what she sold the building for was for Mizainas. Now for Ksuba, they can't claim it. Rabbi Yaisi holds she shouldn't. She doesn't have to explain. They're in her possession. She's the mighty. It's better not to write anything. Why? Because if there's no nechassim, let's say, she'll say that everything that she sold, what is she going to do? She didn't write anything. If she didn't write, then she could say, you know what? Everything I sold, the buildings I sold were from Zionists. Oh, it's from Zionists. Now I'm coming to claim my ksuba. Pay up the ksuba. We're going to use that, this, this idea a little bit later as well. Says the Gemara. But what's the big raya? How do you know that this is machlaikis here? You're telling me it was machlaikis hanayim if the, the Yusayimim are the machzik or the Alman is the machzik. Who's the mighty over here? Who, in whose possession are these nechasim? I could, I could say no. I could be doichik and say, eh, not doichik. I'll, I'll say a different pshat. There's no force here to tell, you, to tell me that there's a machlegis tanayim. Maybe everybody's on the same page. Everybody holds that Almana is in charge. No, if Almana is in charge, why does Rabbi Huda say, write it in the ksuba, write it in the memo? The whole point was that Almana is not in charge, and therefore he says to write it in the ksuba so she could go collect later on. Write it in the star. He's not saying you have to. He's giving you good advice. Another reason. You know, I know a guy, a guy here. They were reading him a shidduch. And they said, great girl and everything. But she's high maintenance. High maintenance. He walked away. I'm serious. Walked away from the shidduch. 
Okay. He's very smart, but he's in his 40s. Never married. No, I'm just kidding. Fine. Yeah. Talk for yourself, Avi. We got to bring, you know what? We got to bring your wife in here one day and see what's going on. I met her. She was, she, she's got, not, not as bad as you make it out. Bad, but not as bad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I'll be cowering in the corner like No, no, no. I was in your house once by the seum. You made a bunch of seum. But one time you made a seum where, uh, what's his name? Gorig did the thing. Eitan. It was, oh, it was back in Kovetaka where you did it outdoors over there in the whole street. It's crazy. Yeah. Fine. Zogdi Gemara. So, so again, Raftanusa. She, she, look at her. She, she fresses. All she does, she's, she, she spends a lot of money on Mazonis. She's very high maintenance. It says Rashi, she's not going to go well for her in Shiduchim. It's good. Okay, so again, Rabbi Yochanan on Nomad Aleph, right? What was this? the whole question? Who has to prove what? The Simon have possession of, of, of all the Nechazim, of all the assets, and therefore the, the Alman has to prove, or she has possession on her Mazayinus, and they have to prove to her. As the Gemara, we have a Mefurusha Mishnah. She writes. She writes in the memo. You see like what? Like Rabbi Yehuda, you're supposed to write in the memo. Says Rashi, very, very posh it, but it's good to say it over again. Rabbi Yochanan knew all Mishnayis. She should see the Mishnah. Every Tan, every Amoira knows all Mishnayis. There's no such thing as an Amoira not knowing a Mishnah. But it's possible for Amoira not to know a Brisa. Rashi points that out. So if, if I'm bringing you a Mishnah, oh, that, that you can't say Rabbi Yechonin didn't know about. The Brisa knew, but not the Mishnah. So I'm going back to explain what I was saying before. Why didn't Rabbi Yechonin prove from the Mishnah what? He didn't know a Mishnah? Of course he knew a Mishnah. He knew every Mishnah. Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky knows the Mishnah is Balpeh. So does Rabbi Yechonin. So and he could have proven it from the Mishnah. No, he couldn't. Why? Because they took of Ashland. The Mishnah is saying that she wrote it in the memo. That's a good idea. It's very good to be to be on top of your stuff and to write memos. This is for the Ksuba, a little bit for the Ksuba. I took a little bit from Mazinus. Don't say that I took I sold off all these buildings from Mazinus. What I eat so much, I go out so much to restaurants. Terrible. Nobody's gonna marry her. So it's Aitza Taiva. Don't prove for me that Rabbi Yudah holds his mukhulik on, on uh, who is it, Rabbi Yudah. No, you can also say that everybody agrees that the Nechassim are in the, in the Rishos of the Yisoyimim and she has to bring a Raya. Before we said that the Nechassim are in her Rishos. In other words, there's no force. You want to tell me there's a machlaikis here? I'm going to say either everybody holds Dalman is in charge or everybody holds that the Yisrael are in charge. How do I say the Yisrael are in charge? So what, what would be the a Interesting, we just had him the other day. Here we have, we have him again. The elder Abai. What's the Moshul of Rebbe I'll give you a Moshul. A guy on his deathbed. A guy in his deathbed, the Allah of a guy in his deathbed, a shimra, doesn't have to write anything. He, whatever he says goes. So he, this shimra borrowed money. He's saying, 
in addition to what I borrowed, he's a great guy. He always used to lend me money, he used to take me out of my problems. I want you to give him 200. Now, I could do two things with the 200. I could either pay off the loan, or I could give him a gift. But if I give him a gift, I have to pay off the loan. If I pay off the loan, I have to give him a gift. It's, it's, it's two things. He said, I'm giving, in addition to the loan, I'm giving 200. Now, the, the loan, you could, you could go, the guy that he gave, the guy that lent him the money could go and, and take Mishubadim, even Karkais that he sold before. So listen to this, very posh, says the Gemara. The guy, the, the receiver, the lender, he could decide on the spot what he wants to do with the 200. He could say, either I'm paying off the loan and I'll come after him later on and take a gift. Or, what would you guys do? What would you do if you had the option? Why gift first? Oh, very good. The run is right. First, you take the gift. Get the free stuff first. Get that out of the way. Later on, I'll come after the guy for the, for, for the loan. I have Meshubadim I can come after. I have Karkais I can come after. Don't be Meshuga. If you're going to go after the loan, pay off the loan first. It sounds great. Pay off the loan. And then you're going to want to come collect your gift. Everybody, There's nowhere to collect it from. Where are you going to collect it from? Oh. If you grab the matana, now he did great. Now check out this thing for a second. Uh-oh. Remy, I need you here for a second. <laughs> Not kidding. This is frozen. My boys, I give a round of applause to Remy Cohen. He's taking over from Gary. A genius in computers. We're trying to hire him for MDY. We'll see if we can get him. Should we say that? He's also at Sala. He is at Sala? Yes. He's a nice guy too. Yes. Do we need more sponsors? What? We do need more sponsors. Every day we're hiring more people. Uh, I just need that, that chart. Where were we? In that thingy here. What about Gagir? Where is he? Where is he? Riding his bike now? Not making coffee. It doesn't come. Oh, oh I got it. Okay. Okay. So Mela, it goes like this. There's three three things I just put it in writing. Why not? There's no other chart. So just like we said by this guy, where we're finished for tonight. Just finished this little piece here. This guy that has the option of getting matana, getting a gift. What should he do? She take his, his gift her. The Amana also, when she doesn't do anything, she doesn't write in the star, then her she becomes a Baal's Kayak. She has power. Why? Because if she writes that she sold that she sold the property for Ksuba, she won't be able to get Mazayas, like we said before. So what do you do? I just want to point this out. There's another step here that Rashi sticks in. She has to have Adam. That, that witness that some of the stuff that she sold was for Mazinus, in order that if the Yisraelim come and claim the opposite, she has at least a raya, she has Adam. It's interesting that Rashi brings that. Rashi talks about the whole thing. Look at Rashi over here. She talks about bringing Adam. So again, Almana, her kayach is 
to be quiet, not to write down, then she'll have the kayak, then she can do whatever she wants, like the guy who takes the, uh, the, the gift, and then he can do whatever he wants. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. A good, uh, a good, a good,